morning. I hope you do come back when Brother Jeremiah is here, and uh, or Pastor Jeremiah. You know, just known Brother Jeremiah for a few years now, and it's you know just haven't decided exactly what to call him yet, Pastor Andrews, or and uh, so it's been kind of interesting. But do come back, do come back, please, please. Um, but anyway, if you do have your Bibles with you, if you open them up to Hebrews chapter twelve, Hebrews chapter twelve. I believe we had a birthday today, Miss Janelle Rogers, is this correct? Is this correct? Who? Julia. Julia Rogers has a birthday. So afterwards, if you're just feeling like kind of crazy, just walk up and sing happy birthday to her. And, uh, and uh, it's fun to do, especially if you're at a restaurant or something like that. So Hebrews chapter 12. Um, this morning, I was actually kind of going over uh, my Sunday school lesson for for uh, church this week and for the uh, teenagers and got to a part where it talked about discipline, about disciplining teenagers and kids and young people and I, I, I really didn't know, I'm thinking, how is this going to fit with with the teens and this would be something great to give to parents, this would be something that I, I feel like it would be better for the parents to get and and as I was sitting there studying and I was like, well I just you know, they're not in teen church and, and, uh, or on Sunday morning. They're not in there. And, and how am I going to get this to them? Well, then a few minutes later, about an, actually about an hour later, uh, Brother Jeremiah texts me. And, and uh, I said, okay, well, um, maybe this is my opportunity. So um, this is kind of my Sunday school lesson for, for Sunday. But uh, obviously, I'm not going to give to the teens because they don't have young people yet or kids yet. And to discipline. But I believe discipline is lacking. Discipline's lacking nowadays, and if you look around um, uh, with with young people and with kids, and and I know that kids are like, no, don't talk about discipline. We don't want, well, no, no. And uh, but but it's necessary. And someday, uh, I believe if they're disciplined right, and I, I will get to the end. There's a right way and there's a wrong way uh, about discipline. Uh, that um, uh, you know they'll be able to look back and say, I'm thankful that I was disciplined. And uh, right now, they're saying, no, and I remember, I remember, I understand. Uh, I hated it when mom would uh, say, just wait till your daddy gets home. <laughs> like, no, just kill me now, you know, <laughs> and, uh, uh, you know, because uh, uh, my dad, you know, he, he let us have it. And, uh, but, you know, it was control. It was control. I, I say that, last time I said that, my dad called me like the next day. He's like, I wasn't that bad. And I'm like, you're right, you weren't. I just remember a few times where, you know, he'd... Uh, he always had us bend over, and uh, uh, he's left-handed, six foot two, and and uh, he was on the bed and and uh, uh, bend over to grab your knees, and and all, all he gave us three swats every time, and uh, unless it was something, you know, really bad like lying, and uh, then we you know got it maybe a couple more times, but he said, uh, all right, and I was ready, you know, you know what I'm talking about by being ready, you know, you're bent over and you're you're ready to go and uh dad dad speaks up and he says don't hit your head on the desk and i made a mistake and i relaxed i'm like yes sir boom man he busted me and uh oh man i i just i will never forget that one and uh there's a few others i don't forget either but uh uh that was that was definitely a, a good one and uh so if you want to use that you can and uh that's not a problem 
But discipline, definition of discipline is as the, the practice of training people to obey rules or a code of behavior using punishment to correct disobedience. That's amazing. Uh, the, also, the controlled behavior resulting from discipline. Uh, another uh, definition, train oneself to do something in a controlled and habitual way uh, to train oneself. Discipline. Uh, it takes discipline if you want to uh, you know, be an athlete. It takes discipline. Um, but we're going to talk a little bit about disciplining our, our children tonight. And, and um, there's an illustration of um, how would you like your children to study with students filled with criminals? There is a high school in Yuma, Arizona, whose football team's mascot is the criminals. Its logo is a caricature of an ex-convict, a crew-cut, square-jawed felon with the look of an angry gang leader. Every time the team won a game, the local paper would announce, the criminals won again. Their fans are, are called die-hard criminals. The principal is called the warden. When you visit the school, you will be welcomed by a big sign. Welcome to Yuma High School, home of the criminals. Actually, the school acquired that title because from 1910 to 1913, Yuma High School was housed in an abandoned prison, but now a tourist attraction. Classes were held in the cell block area, assemblies in the prison hospital. Even though the school had moved, they carried with them a little bit of their history. Today, students will often say, even though we're criminals, we're not bad. We're still good students. I wish it is also true in real life. We don't want our children to end up with that kind of life, but keeping our children from the status from that status requires a lot of effort on a part of our parents. One of the commitments that we must have to discipline our children uh, is not just provide food and shelter. It said, but keeping our children from that status of, of uh, uh, we don't want them to end up in that kind of a life. We don't want our children to end up as a criminal. And obviously that's most parents' request, most parents' prayer. We don't want them to end up uh, as a criminal. We don't want them to end up on the most wanted poster. We don't want them to end up uh, in jail, obviously. Um, but you know, being a parent is not just providing food and shelter. This task is, is tough, and it would, it, I would uh, like us to learn from uh, the master discipliner, and that is God. Both parents and children should understand God's perspective of discipline and follow God's instruction and example. How does God discipline his spiritual children? Well, let's read. Look at uh, Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12. Look at verse 5. Verse 5. And you have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you as unto children. My son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when thou art rebuked of him. For whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth, and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the Father chasteneth not? Look at verse 9. Furthermore, we have had uh, fathers of our flesh which corrected us, and we gave them reverence. Um, we, shall we not much rather be in subjection unto our fathers of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit, that we might be partakers of his holiness. Now no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous, 
but grievous. Nevertheless, after it yielded the peaceable fruit of righteousness unto them which are exercised thereby. And let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I pray that you'd help me tonight, Lord. Lord, I pray that you'd help me to say the right thing, the right words, Lord, and your words. That's what I want to say, Lord. I want to be what the Bible says and, and not mine. And dear God, I pray that you just use me tonight, be an example. And, and Lord, I do thank you for loving us, Lord. I thank you for your mercy, Lord, that you've given each and every one of us your grace, your blessings, Lord. And, and we can't thank you enough for all that you do in our lives. And many times we take for granted all that you do. And uh, Lord, just speak to our hearts tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Why should we discipline our children? Why should we discipline our children? Number, number one, discipline is a means to develop maturity, diligence, and carefulness. Well, if you ask people nowadays, our uh, teenagers, our young people, are they mature? Most of them would answer and say, no. No, they're not. Uh, as compared to in times past. And why, I believe that could be brought back to a lack of discipline. Discipline is bringing up a child and guiding it toward maturity through instruction, through correction and training. Others define it as shaping the will. Shaping the will. You've heard people say that. We're just, we're just shaping his will. I know a lot of times uh, people want to uh, get away from away from discipline, far away, and they, they look back in their past, and, and maybe they weren't disciplined right. Maybe that's the excuse for that. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it wasn't handled properly. And we'll get to the, the end, and we'll have some examples of that. Um, but the instruction, what is instruction? Uh, preventive measures. Preventive measures. Establish reasonable expectation and boundaries in advance. Instruction. Boy, in our life, we have instruction. We have boundaries in our life. We have boundaries by God. God is placed right here in the Word of God. I try to tell the kids, get in the Bible. Have a relationship with Christ. Why? So they can know the boundaries. Why do we, as adults, need to get in the Word of God? So we know the boundaries. Know the boundaries. Uh, it, God's, God's rules. You got the Ten Commandments. Well, you can go through those, the Ten Commandments. Those are a lot of our boundaries, and there's many, many, many more. What about family rules? Family rules, instructions. Uh, you think of just uh, our family rules and what we had growing up, or not growing up, but uh, raising our boys. We had uh, uh, rooms, simple, simple rules as when you, when you leave your room, turn off the light. That's, that, that's a lost art, <laughs> You walk around here, and uh, you walk, well, this, somebody, anyway, uh, anyway, your rooms, your rooms, that's why we have to put those uh, uh, light switches in the, uh, in the bathrooms, and I'm sorry for some of you, if you're in there too long, they just go off, and uh, uh, they're on timers, and, uh, but, uh, you know, uh, boundaries, rooms, um, uh, let's see, uh, don't, I remember growing up, don't hit your sister, don't kick your sister, uh, uh, in our family growing up with the boys, no fighting. No fighting. If, if, they, if they fought together, uh, now they've confessed since then that sometimes they would just have an argument or fight a little bit and just not let us know, you know, because of the fact that if they fought, they both got paddled. I wasn't going to sit there and listen to, uh, okay, who started it, who did it, and all that. I wasn't going to do that. If you're fighting, come in, happened one time, took them in, paddled the bottom, 
and or I mean, I disciplined them, sorry, disciplined them, and, uh, 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 you know, took care of it. Uh, the family rules, and, you know, each family has different rules, and you should. You have boundaries. God has boundaries. Uh, uh, families have boundaries. Uh, you know, communities, communities have rules, believe it or not. You think, oh, man, discipline. We don't need discipline. It's not important, but it is. The community has, dis- uh, has uh, 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 boundaries and discipline. What happens if you don't pay your water bill? There's consequences. Oh, man. What happens if you don't pay your electric bill? There's consequences. Are you kidding me? Uh, what happens if you go over the speed limit and you get caught? There's consequences on most occasions. Uh, listen, there's community rules. Uh, spiritual instruction, even in, in Sunday school, can be an effective tool uh, and achieving this task. And, and many times we want to, the instruction to be put on Sunday school. I was trying to do the math, and uh, I like math to a certain extent, to like fourth grade. And then uh, anything past that, and it's just like, you know, you can have it. Uh, no, I, I, I like math. I like to figure things out. I, uh, I, uh, I'm not always great at figuring things out, but uh, I remember uh, uh, we had a parent-teacher meeting one time, and they were doing some... Uh, some uh, uh, equations, you know, some of these equations that you look at like, yeah, okay, whatever. And uh, they were working on it, doing it on a table here, and they had it on the board, and they're working, working, working. I'm sitting there with a pencil, and I'm thinking, yes, X equals this, yes. And it wasn't even close, but it was fun to try to figure it out. But uh, uh, achieving the task, we want to send them to Sunday school, and I was thinking, we, we send them to Sunday school and to church for three hours and expect them to train our kids. I was, I was thinking about that. We got, we got Sunday school for an hour. We got junior church for an hour. And if they come to family time for an hour, that's three hours of the 168 hours in a week. I, I, I think I did the math right. It comes to like 0.017. Man, listen, we need, we need some rules at home. We need some instruction at home. Next, correction. Correction. Sometimes children will resist the rules, believe it or not. I know that it's it, uh, in rulers, and, and be disobedient. Parents must respond with confidence and, uh, and rebuke them. Enforce the rules, and if needed, let them suffer the consequences of their deviant behavior. I, I know that, you know, little Johnny is, is not deviant. I know he's perfect, and, and, uh, but, but he's not. He's not. He's got you fooled. He's tricking you, Okay. Uh, but we need to have the correction, the correction. We have the instruction, and I believe that we ought to say, okay, little Johnny, here's our boundaries. These are our boundaries right here. You cannot do this. And then you have the correction. And I believe many times in our homes, many times in our families, we have the boundaries, but there's no correction. We don't follow it up. What happens if, you, if your water bill came in the mail? Okay, you owe... $50 this month for your water bill. And the next month, they didn't turn off the water. You didn't pay your bill. Oh, huh? okay. Another $50. And the next month, they didn't shut off your water and you didn't pay your bill. And it just kept going and kept going. You're not even going to pay your bill. I mean, most of you will pay your bill because you have character. I know you do. But some people might not. Some people might take advantage of that. Just like a young person, the boundary is here. Um, one of our homes that we used to live in uh, had a, a long driveway and had, was a, there was a uh, culvert that they had put in after they'd moved in. And so there was a crack that went all the way about four feet from the road. And the boys were learning to ride their bikes and, and uh, that was the boundary. That was the boundary. And if they crossed that line, they were disciplined. 
And, uh, and you can put that however you want to, but uh, take them in there and, and discipline them if they cross the boundary. And uh, a lot of times we have the boundaries set up for the, for the young people, but there's no correction. So instruction, we have correction. Um, and afterwards, we need to reassure and teach them after the confrontation's over. We need to explain why we did what we did. Encourage uh, and repentance and extended forgiveness. And we always, just an example of our boys. And when we would discipline, we'd bring them in. Now, why are you here? Okay, and what is the rule on this? Okay, and so did you disobey? Yes, you did. Okay, what's the consequences for that? Okay, so you understand what you did. Yes, you understand what's going on here. Yes, okay. We took care of it, and then we would pray. We would pray, and it's over with. It's over, and hold it over his head and uh, their head. Next, training. Training. Training is skill and character development. Uh, skill and character development. Recognize childish irresponsibilities. Well, what do you mean by that? Well, how about forgetfulness, disorganization, wastefulness, uh, you know, uh, and, and uh, to be gentle to each other uh, and to do, to do better. But we, we look at that and we think forgetfulness. I've had some boys that have said, I forgot it at school. Oh, I forgot it at school. Okay, that's fine, son. Tomorrow, if you forget it, there's going to be consequences. There's going to be consequences. And if he forgets it tomorrow, or, and then there's consequences. If he remembers it next day, that's great. Next day. And I said, the next time you forget, there's going to be consequences. And many times we say there's going to be consequences, but there's no follow through. And that a teenager, a young person, they're going to push you. They're going to go as far as they can. A disorganization, wastefulness. Wastefulness. I don't understand that. I don't understand that. And, and maybe it's just I grew up so many years ago. And uh, uh, I'm really not that old. But, uh, uh, you know, we had to eat everything on our plate. I think of food and being wasteful and, and wasting things. And um, um, we had to reinforce it. Uh, and void impossible demands. I think of, uh, of being wasteful and, and teaching the skill and character development there. I think of one of my sons that... Uh, they used to take a long time eating. They would spend 45 minutes eating. And we were all done. The dishes are all clean. Except he is sitting at the table eating. So we went to the stove. Put a timer on the stove. Said, son, when this gets down to zero, you better be done. If you're not done eating and your plate is clean, there's going to be some discipline. There's consequences. Well, the first time, there was consequences. There was some action that was taken. And, but it seems like now, he's usually the first one done. And I don't know if he's a teenager now, he just grew out of it. Or, you know, possibly, possibly the, uh, uh, the, the, the discipline there. Turn to Proverbs chapter 22. Proverbs 22. While you're turning there, I'm going to grab this water. Proverbs 22, verse 15. The Bible says, here pages, I'll wait for you. Foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Foolishness, foolishness, the Bible says that. This is, this is not me, foolishness is bound in the heart of a child, but the rod of correction shall drive it far from him. Foolishness, indiscretion, the wickedness, 
are natural characteristics of man beginning from childhood, according to the research. As early as eight months um, old, many children will begin to test the authority of their parents through minor defiance and neglect. Eight months. Eight months. Sometimes parents must keep their sense of humor, and I, I, I know this. When their child is two or three years old in order to preserve their own sanity, but parents must also proceed with the task of instilling obedience and respect. What do you mean by that? Uh, their sense of humor. If you ever, I remember getting onto the child a couple times, and you go to get onto them. Son, do you understand? And, and I don't know what it is, but they have that, maybe that little smirk, or they're, they're, they're into you, they're, they're, they're listening to you, they're soaking it in. But man, you just, something that funny is going on, and you just can't keep it in anymore. You know, you had to leave the room, go in the other room and just laugh and then come back. I don't know if you've ever had to do that, but uh, that's happened to me. I thought that was kind of funny. But um, I don't know. Anyway, uh, sometimes parents have a sense of humor. And uh, at two years old, they do something that's funny. It's it's, it's disrespectful, but it's funny. And we have to make sure that there is obedience and respect the authority. Next, discipline is an affirmation of relationship between the parents and children. Look at, back to Hebrews chapter 12. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 7. It says, If ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father chasteneth not? Children are responsible uh, I'm sorry, children are the responsibility of the parents. Parents are accountable to God for his gifts to them. You've heard me say this time and time again. I believe God gave us a special gift. That that's their children. And I'm supposed to raise those children to bring honor and glory to Christ. I believe that. I believe, And I believe that I will stand before God someday and I will give an account for my family. I will give an account for my boys. I will give an account for what I put in them, what I give them, where I, where I take them, and, and, and all that. I will give an account for that. I believe I will stand before the Lord because of the positive characteristics of discipline. It is unthinkable that parents will not discipline their children. Lack of discipline measures for children is an evidence of irresponsibility. Take a look over to Proverbs chapter 13. Proverbs chapter 13. And we'll see this. Proverbs 13, look at verse 24. And you can hold your, hold your thumb or finger in Hebrews and we'll kind of flip back and forth there to Proverbs. And, but Proverbs 13, verse 24, the Bible says, He that spareth his rod hateth his son. Now, I know that if I ask any parent in here, do you hate your child, you would say no. No, I love them. But the Bible says, he that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasteneth him bedtimes. And that is early. Early. Uh, Discipline is always initially unpleasant and painful. Look at verse 11 back in Hebrews. Hebrews chapter uh, 12, look at verse 11. Verse 11, the Bible says, Now, no chastening for the present seemeth to be what? Joyous, but grievous. Listen, I I don't remember one time whenever I would discipline my boys. 
I was like, oh man, this is great. I get the discipline. I can't wait. This is going to be exciting. No, on the contrary, I would think, I'm like, man, how can I get out of this? I don't want to paddle them. I don't want to hurt them. But I would tell them that, son, if I, I don't want to do this. But if I don't paddle you for this, or I don't discipline you for this, then I'm a liar. Because I said that if you do this, then you're going to get a paddle, and you're gonna, there's consequences for this. And it makes me a liar. Uh, Proverbs, uh, verse 11, uh, verse says, Now that no chastening for the present seemeth to be joyous. It's not joyous, but it's grievous. We talked in Proverbs just a minute ago, Proverbs 13, 24, that we, uh, the, the rod is, when they're early, when they're young. And it's amazing. Uh, I believe it goes back to parents wanting to be their friends now when they're young. Listen, there's a time to be their friends. There's a time, and I'm still looking forward to that, and we're, we're getting to that, that time, and, and where we can be, be friends, but at, when they're younger, we have to train them. We have to train them, and it comes with discipline. How should young people respond to discipline? Uh, they shouldn't make light of it. shouldn't make light of it. The Bible says in verse 5, uh, there it says, and ye have forgotten the exhortation which speaketh unto you, their children, my son, despise not thou the chastening of the Lord, nor faint when Thou art rebuked of him. Verse 9 says, Furthermore, we have uh, uh, fathers of our flesh with corrected us. We have them, then, uh, them reverence. Shall we not much rather be in subjection unto the Father of spirits and live? For they verily for a few days chasten us after their own pleasure, but he for our profit that we might be partakers of his holiness. Children express the attitude of asking why. And I always tried to, whenever with our boys, we tried to explain, hey, you know the rules. And there was sometimes, and uh, maybe I was gullible, but they would say, Dad, I just didn't know. My son, you didn't know. You know, you know how those child, those children can be. Uh, they, did you really not know? Okay, then from now on, now you know. And uh, sometimes they get away. Um, don't lose their heart. Do not just be discouraged when uh, you discipline them. Proverbs 12, 1. We'll turn back to Proverbs now. I'm going to read several verses in Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 12. Proverbs 12, verse 1. The Bible says, Whoso loveth instruction, loveth knowledge. But he that hateth reproof is brutish. Look at 13, verse 18. 13, 18. The Bible says, Poverty and shame shall be to him that refuseth refuseth instruction but he that regardeth reproof shall be honored shall be honored look at proverbs 15 and verse 32 proverbs 15 verse 32 the bible says he that refuseth refuseth instruction despiseth his own soul but he that heareth reproof getteth understanding understanding how should we implement discipline uh, 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 we should discipline our children in love Love should cause us to bring up and guide our children toward maturity through instruction, through correction, through training, and through education. Lack of discipline at home is actually an expression of a lack of love. And we read that in Proverbs just a few minutes ago. Look at Proverbs 19, verse 18. Proverbs 19, verse 18. The Bible says, Chasten thy son. While there is hope, and let not thy soul spare for his crying. Uh, Proverbs 23, verse 13. 
Verse 13, the Bible says, Withhold not correction from the child. For if thou beatest him with the rod, he shall not die. Um, we ought to discipline them in love. Next, we ought to discipline your children fairly. Parents should attend, uh, should attend to its child need of discipline. Fairness. There should be fairness in discipline. Not, I like this child better, so I'm not going to beat them as, I mean, discipline them as much. I'm not going to, you know, uh, the discipline should be the same. Should be the same. And uh, many times a young person will get, will get bitter. Will get bitter because of uh, maybe the discipline is not right. God uses hardship, sufferings as a means to teach important lessons. And that's number three. Dis- discipline your children uh, includes hardships and pain. We see that in, in Hebrews chapter 12 verse 7. God uses hardship, suffering as a means to teach important lessons in life. It is one of his methods of raising and guiding his children towards maturity. Listen, when we do wrong as Christians, we are his sons, sons and daughters, and he, he chastens us. He, he, he has to chasten us, and that wakes us up and says, okay, I'm going to do right. I'm going to live godly. I'm going to live for Christ. Listen, as a, as a young child, we have to guide and train and correct, and I believe, I go the same way, Proverbs 13, verse 24 I believe I read that already, Proverbs 13, verse 24, but we'll read it again. Proverbs 13, verse 24, the Bible says, He that spareth his rod hateth his son, but he that loveth him chasten him, bedtimes are early. And I believe, I believe that, uh, and some people might not discipline because of maybe what happened when they were younger. Maybe their dad or their mom just, just beat them. And I don't, I don't believe that's right. Illustrations, there's a distinction between abuse and discipline. Abuse is unfair and unexpected. Discipline is fair and expected. And we talked about that. Talked about that. There's guidelines. There's borders. Uh, abuse is degrading and demoralizing. That's abuse. Discipline upholds dignity. Abuse is extreme too harsh, brutal. Discipline is balanced within limits. Discipline is balanced and within limits. Abuse is torturous. It leaves scars. Discipline is painful, but leaves no scars. Abuse results from hatred and resentment. Discipline promoted by love and concern. Abuse creates terror, emotional damage, and resentment of authority. Discipline leads to healthy respect of authority. Abuse destroys self-esteem, leads to horrifying permanent damage and the inability later in life to maintain responsibilities. Discipline strengthens self-esteem, leads to the individual's ability to later discipline himself. So important, discipline in the home and uh, that's all I have for you tonight. It's more of a lesson than I probably a preaching sermon tonight. And, uh, but I believe it's lacking. And you can tell by some of the young people. Uh, I, I believe that if we were to take some of the kids in here, in the world, and give them to some of you out here for 15, 20 minutes, they would, they would, they would have them sitting up straight. They would have them not running around. They would have them in a certain spot. And I believe that, you know, if we would get back to discipline and say, listen, Johnny, this is the rules. Do you understand the rules? Yes. And there should be consequences for that. 
consequences for that. I know there is in our life, as, like I said, a, a child of God. There's consequences when we don't do right. The Bible says that. He chastens us. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Lord, it's a lesson tonight, Lord. I think maybe we could take and 